0: Welcome to the Nexus podcast with Dr. Daniel Kimley. I hope you love this episode. Man, I could never get enough of Coco's voice. That intro is so great. But what is up, all my Nexus family? It's your host, Dr. Daniel Kimley, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about the law of attraction and something that I've been thinking about for quite some time. And how I realized that the law of attraction is a stepping stone to something that I believe is much bigger. Now, this may be uncommon and unpopular belief, but I believe like the law of attraction has some people playing small. And I want to shatter that for you on this episode. So kick back, relax and enjoy this episode of the Nexus podcast where we talk about the one thing that people are missing with law of attraction. I realized that I should probably give a little background before I jump right into this episode where I get super fired up. And the piece of background is this, is that if you're not familiar with the law of attraction, the law of attraction works like this. It says that whatever energy you put out into the world is what's going to come back to you. And if you think a certain way, you can bring certain things into your life, but you have to be aware and conscious enough about your thinking at all times in order to attract the things that you ultimately want in your life. So I always say like, like attracts like, And you probably heard me use this example if you've been listening to the podcast. Podcast long enough but one of the things that I see with like law of attraction specifically is there are people who are complainers they complain about everything everything's bad this person's negative that thing's negative there's never anything good you never hear them express anything positive and yet those are the same people who all the bad stuff always happens to they're always late there was a car accident someone rear-ended them their dog got sick like it's just never positive for those people Now, this is where that concept of law of detraction comes in is because what they're putting out there is all negative. And so the only thing that's supposed to come back to them is negative. And it's the same kind of idea of like another way to think about it would be the hole that you give through is a hole that you receive through. So if you're very, very pin and pincher, you don't ever want to share. You don't ever want to give. You don't want to be a creator. You're just going to be a taker. Obviously things aren't going to show up in your life the way that they could for someone who creates more value for others. And this is the law of attraction is really what it's all about is that your thoughts and actions create your reality and your thoughts and actions will bring the things inside of your life that you want. Here's the trick though. And this is where we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the conversation on this podcast is that the law of attraction is more than simply thinking like you can think that you want to have a million dollar home or a $10 million home or a $10 million business or a hundred million dollar business or whatever, you know, a different relationship or a certain kind of spouse, or you want your six pack to look a certain way, like all the things that we want as human beings that we're told that will make us valuable human humans is it's more you like, you can't just think your way to getting a six pack. You can visualize it every day, all day long, but unless you actually put in the work, then you're never going to get the things that you're looking for in life. So like, I love the concept of law of attraction, but I think it's an elementary concept. And as we level up as human beings, as we level up as the family of Nexus, I think that the next piece of this is that it has to be followed up by massive action. Like taking steps every single day to achieve those things that you're looking for inside of your life. I am not here to define what success looks like for you, but I would ask you to consider what does success look like? Like ultimate success. If you died tomorrow, what would you want to have accomplished? What would you want to achieve? What would you want to have created? What problems would you want to have solved? How would you want people to remember you? And then my question is like, if you're not there yet, which I'm not either, the question becomes what must I do today in order to become more of that person that I promised myself that I would be? Now, this is a powerful concept because it's not just think and grow rich. It's think about growing rich And then go do a bunch of big stuff to actually become rich. And when I talk rich, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about rich in relationships, rich in your spirituality and your connection with God, rich in how you feel about yourself and your confidence and your certainty and your clarity about who you are as a person and who you are as a spouse and who you are as a parent. And like all of those things matter arguably more than money. And so it's not just a conversation about money, but a conversation about who must I become to be the person that I promised myself that I would become. And, This requires massive action. Now, one of the places that I see people often get stuck is that they say that they want a certain thing and they may be taking action to get there, yet it seems like the door just keeps getting closed. Like every time they try to take a step in that direction, the door slams shut and they feel stuck and they feel right back to ground zero. And then they start to take another step of action towards what they say they truly want. And then the door gets slammed shut and they feel stuck and they go back to where they, where they were before. And this is the important part of this conversation. And this is where it really comes in is like the law of attraction is more than just the law of attraction. It's that realizing that, God has a plan for you bigger than you could ever imagine on your own. Like whatever you want to create in this life, I can guarantee you that God has a plan for you that's even bigger than that. Now the trick to it is connecting to yourself to knowing what your dream actually is. Like to understand that so often... We are told and we are conditioned and we are primed that our stuff has to look a certain way. I fell into this trap for literally like up until the last two months of my life where I thought my business, my chiropractic practice and the people I took care of and how many people we take care of and the money we charge and the conversations that we had needed to look a certain way based on what other people were doing. Now, here's the problem with this is that it wasn't my dream. Like what I had in my head of what I was after wasn't actually what I was put on this earth to do. And the more that I connect my spirituality to this conversation of the law of attraction, I realized that I was trying to attract something that wasn't meant for me. Like I was trying to attract things. I was trying to be a certain person. I was trying to model myself after certain people who were not me. And the any time that we are not authentically 100% ourselves, we're trying to do it like somebody else thinks we should do it, or we're trying to do it like we think that somebody else is gonna be proud of us and look up to us if we do it that certain way, even though that's not really how we wanna do it, like you're gonna lose every single time. Like you can't win by being something other than your authentic self. And so you have to know 100% what your dream is. And this comes to an important point is that you have to protect your mindset, your confidence in your dreams. And specifically with this conversation, you have to be able to protect your dreams. And when I say protect, what I mean by protect is like tune into yourself and just listen to what feels right in your heart. Like what is, what is the move for you? Not worrying about what anybody else thinks or what anybody else says or how anyone else is going to look at you and knowing that you don't owe anybody anything and realize that tuning into that place, you will start to not only protect your dream, but actually express what hap- like what you're meant to express, what God has given you, what God has promised for you. And when you start to do that, I guarantee you that the very things that you are looking for will start to show up more quickly than you can ever imagine. And there's a piece of this is remembering that sometimes the vision and journey that you plan out in your head is not the thing that's actually going to allow you to get to the place you want to be. I'm going to give you a perfect example of this. When I was younger, I started undergrad unwillingly, my dad basically forced me to go to undergrad. And I've talked about this before, is that I started learning pretty quickly that I just wanted to help people. And so I knew it felt good to help people. Like it felt good to want to be an English teacher. It felt good to want to step into the classroom and help students who needed me there, who needed a role model there. And they could have gotten it somewhere else for sure. But when I stepped into that, I realized like there was a part of me that was still missing. And the part of me that was still missing was the part of me that wanted to bring that message to whole families. And the only way I could do it is with a doctorate. And it's so interesting because I look back, one of the things my grandmother told me right before she passed away is she was like, you have always wanted to be a doctor. She's like, I can remember from the day you started speaking, you always told me that you wanted to go to IU, Indiana University, and you wanted to be a doctor. And who knew what kind of doctor I wanted to be at that point in my life? Like There was a very specific concept that I had as a doctor, but- What I realized is like that little version of myself was expressing in a way that actually ended up being the true person that I was meant to become. And this is why I was unhappy with teaching. It wasn't because of the students. It wasn't because my the my colleagues that I was teaching with. Like, those things were amazing. But there was just a piece of me inside of my heart that was missing. And if I would have settled for staying and teaching, I would have been doing myself a disservice to what God had promised for me. And it's so like such an interesting concept to just think about the fact that protecting that dream, not going after what someone else's dream is. And then the last piece of this is letting go of the attachment. Like, Letting go of the emotional attachment of what you think it should look like in your head because consciously you probably cannot wrap your mind around how big it could actually be. And the only way to wrap your mind around how big it would actually be is just to surrender and trust that anything is possible. And the only way to do this is to ask better questions. Like, start asking better questions, I shared this a few episodes ago, is that the better questions you ask, the more answers you will get, the more realizations you will have, the more places you'll see holes or gaps, but it requires you to ask better questions about your life, ask better questions about your situations. How can you solve problems differently than what you currently are now? And when I say letting go of attachment, I also mean emotionally because like a good, a great example of this is that I had an emotional attachment to the house that Heather and I now live in. Like I loved it. It has an ocean view. It has upstairs. It has a downstairs. The master bedroom is awesome. Like all of these things that we love and we are super grateful for, like I was emotionally attached to moving here. And one of the things that we realized pretty quickly is they weren't going to let us paint. They weren't going to do some things uh, that we really, really wanted to do to the place. And so I was like, I, I just, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do the deal. And yet it kept coming up where they were like, okay, well, we'll do this. Okay, well, we'll do this. And I told them multiple times, is like, yeah, we're not going to do it. Let's just start looking for other homes. And it just so happened to work out in our favor that we got this place. Now, this wasn't my will. This was literally the result of us knowing exactly what we wanted and not settling for anything less and letting go of the attachment, the emotional attachment of it. So letting go, knowing that no matter what, you are worthy right now today. Like if we would have stayed in our tiny apartment that we were living in before, we are still worthy as human beings, just as we are today. You're enough right now today. Like you don't have to have anything else. And this is one of the biggest realizations is that, and I think this is the point of the episode is the next level of the law of attraction is actually not the law of attraction, but it's a law of gratitude. And I don't know if anybody's ever talked about this before, but I'm calling it the law of gratitude because it is. It's like, what you have to understand is that in order to surrender, in order to get to a place where you realize that there's a plan bigger for you than what you can actually consciously fathom up on your own, It and looking back on it, it's easy to see, but looking forward on it, it's very difficult to see for us as human beings, is that gratitude is the thing that will get you there faster than anything else. Like, expressing gratitude for what you already have and being unwilling to waver on doing the work necessary to get what you want. And doing the work necessary can look different for a lot of different people. And it doesn't need to be a home run. That's the other piece of it. Like you don't have to build a funnel tomorrow. That's going to make you a million dollars, but maybe you build a funnel that gets your first client. And then from there you start to build it up and figure things out along the way. Like we don't know, you don't know what the what the dream is ultimately going to unfold into. I could have never imagined that I would be in this place in my life right now. Like could have never imagined that when I was in high school, even when I was in undergrad, probably even when I was teaching at some point as well. And here's the thing is that gratitude can only happen if you realize that fear cannot attract. Like if you are worried about not having, if you are worried about what other someone else is going to think, if you are worried and you are scared, or you're worried that the thing that you already have is going to disappear tomorrow, you cannot attract. How many times in my office I will wake up in the morning or in the middle of the night and I'll think to myself, everybody's going to cancel today, everybody's going to leave, they're going to go to some other chiropractor, and the whole business that we built is going to crumble down to nothing, and Heather and I are going to have to live at the beach and we're going to be homeless. Like so many times I've thought that in my head and every time it happens, it messes up what happens inside of the office. Like people do start to cancel because guess what? Fear can't attract. Fear can't attract more people. And when you're in a state of gratitude, knowing like I know if I died right now today, Because of the relationship that I've had with Heather, because of the relationship that I've had with my daughter, because some of the things that I've set in place for them to be taken care of, if I passed away, the relationships and the way that I've taken care of and interacted with the people who are closest to me inside of my life, there is nothing that I would regret. I'm grateful for every single journey, every single relationship, every single piece of it. And I would encourage you to do the same is just expressing that gratitude. So instead of just thinking about, Hey, here's what you want, you have to be grateful for what you have currently, no matter how big or how small, because that thing that you have currently is ultimately been given to you to allow you to get to the next step in the next level. But if you're not grateful for it, you're never going to get to the next step or the next level. So remembering that fear can not attract that gratitude is huge in this process. And remembering that asking better questions is going to help you solve better problems for people. And when you do that, the abundance that you're looking for, the abundance in relationships, the abundance in finances, the abundance in your spirituality, all of those things will come to you, but it has to come in the place of surrender, in the place of trust, in the place of knowing that there's a bigger vision for you than you have for yourself currently. And when you step into that and start to surrender and start to just be grateful for everything that you have now and do the work required to get there, Those things will start to show up to you in uncommon ways, ways that you could probably never, ever, ever imagine right now today. And my friends, I'd leave you with that. So I'm going to ask you for one last thing is I'm going to ask you a question. The question is simple is where in your life could you be expressing more gratitude for the things that you have currently instead of constantly focusing on the next thing? And as you start to do this, as you start to train your brain to think differently about the gratitude for the things you have now, instead of the law of attraction of always looking for what's next, start to just appreciate, start to just surrender, start to just know like deep in your soul that there's a plan for you laid out by God that is bigger than you could ever see for yourself. And it's the most magical conversation that I could possibly think of. So my friends, where could you express more gratitude? I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you got some value out of this episode, do me one of two things. One, leave a rating, two, leave a review, and I will come at you again next week. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, Check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.